0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacey Poehler. Hey there, everybody. Good morning. I'm here this morning with Neil McNabb from Rush Union Soccer. Hey, Neil. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great today. Thanks for having me on.
0: Good, good. I mean there's so many good things happening over there why don't you tell us a little bit about rush union and um maybe how you got involved and your background
1: yeah absolutely uh so rush union is the the soccer program in the milton community we also serve um, the city of dunwoody also Uh, so we're spread across atlanta Um, i've been with rush union since uh, november of 2019 and we know what came shortly thereafter in early 2020. Um, but I've been involved in youth soccer in Georgia since 2004. Uh, I got into the youth soccer landscape, uh, because I was formerly a professional player. Um, and I couldn't run around as fast as I used to be able to. So, uh, coaching, uh, turned out to be a really great segue to stay involved in the sport. I love, I love the game of soccer. I think it's a fantastic sport for children to play and be involved with. And we've been able to uh, really grow into the community. Um, so Rush Union was a merger of two clubs in the area, one in the, the Dunwoody-DeKalb area and what was formerly Georgia Rush in the Milton area. We formed a union of clubs, and that's where the name Rush Union comes from. And we are currently serving about 2,000 kids across um, across the metro Atlanta area. So it's it keeps us very busy, um, but fortunately, we, we really enjoy working with children. And, and of course, we love the sport of soccer. So it's been a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. Awesome. Why don't you talk a little bit kind of about, um, you know, your your family and kind of how important soccer has been to you during your life and uh, maybe some of the things you've learned from being a player and being a coach?
1: Yep. Well, soccer is all over my family. So I'm, I'm actually a twin. Uh, my twin brother is involved in soccer in Chicago uh, with Chicago Fire, which is the professional club there. Uh, my dad played professionally in Europe. Um, and then was one of my first coaches. Uh, gosh, my sister played in college. My sister-in-law and bro- brother-in-law played in college. All three of my kids have played soccer. Now, they do other things as well. Actually, my oldest is a swimmer, uh, but my younger two are still, still playing. And sports in general provides so many great life lessons for children and adults. Uh, we're all still learning. Um, and the opportunity to work in a team, um, to face adversity, to fail, right? Uh, what, what do we say? Failing is the first attempt in learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, so it provides a great opportunity for our children to, to, to have success, to have failure, to play in a team, uh, and to really grow. And, of course, make some friends. And it's a lot of fun, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's so many life lessons that can be learned. But soccer has been all over my family for you know, since I was a, a very young child and I'm really blessed to be able to pay it forward to, you know, this next generation of kids and families and get more people, more uh, people involved in the sport.
0: That's great. What, um, you know, misperceptions or myths are out there about maybe even Rush Union and kind of your program offerings and what do you all do there?
1: Um, you know, we've got a lot of different program offerings. Um, so. The maybe there's a, a misperception that you've got to be an elite level player to, to, to play in the youth landscape right now. Soccer is a sport for everybody. Um, you know, we've got children starting as young as two year, years old. We go all the way up through high school. Uh, we're working closely with the local high school programs. Um, we are um, we're establishing brand new coming this fall. We'll have futsal programs. We're actually going to have a special needs soccer program, which we're really excited about. And we're going to have, um, we've got camps and clinics and, and you know, lots of offerings to get people involved with. And, and you know, another one of the, the myths, I guess, around the landscape is that you've got to commit and be year round and you've got to play all the time. You've got to do all the things. We don't offer all these programs because you have to take us up on all of them. We offer them so that you can come and, and fit around your family's needs. So if you want to play seasonal or you want to attend a camp or you want to do some training over the winter or the summer, there's there's programs available for all ages and skill levels, and it, and just a, a way to get involved. And of course, the more you like it, the more you like we like anything, right? The more you want, you, the more you want to get involved and, and and do more. And we're available for that. But you you don't have to be an elite level player. You don't have to have much experience. You certainly can. Um, but we're here to help you fall in love with the sport. And you know, once the kids experience it and they enjoy it, they they want to come back and. And that's what we're established around is just the kids having a great time and, and how we can serve our membership and, and the community, the larger community.
0: Yeah. And I know you're a big advocate of kids playing multiple sports and cross training. I had my daughter who's a tennis player. She did winter soccer there and it just really helped her with her footwork on the court. I mean, there's just so many things um, you know, that they can learn, right? And it's it's great. Yeah. I heard you guys did some renovations over there to the indoor facility.
1: Uh, long, long overdue. Yes. Um, it was actually one of the first goals that we had when I came into the, the organization uh, three years ago, three and a half years ago. Uh, and things were put a little bit on hold through through the pandemic, obviously. Um, but we've bounced back tremendously well with with increased membership uh diversified our program offerings and then uh, the beginning of june we started a renovation project for the indoor field um it will be opening uh, grand opening is currently scheduled for uh, for late august on august 23rd Um, and then we'll begin playing there and we're really excited about it we 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 use that space a lot uh, but having it brand new fresh clean uh, we'll be able to offer even more programs in there and, and open it up to the community uh, we are talking with the local high schools about using it for their soccer yeah. programs. We want to offer a special needs soccer program in there. It will be available during the day for folks to come on in if they want to partner with us. We'd love to get like CrossFit and yoga and, you know, just it's a community resource and uh, there's very few, very, very few indoor soccer fields. It's, the, it's actually the largest indoor soccer field in the North Metro area. Right. And um, we want to get people in there. So come check it out and, Um, you know, we haven't just renovated the indoor field. We've made, uh, improvements to our outdoor facility as well. The the grass fields are actually in the best condition that they've been in. Um, so we're, we're, we're reinvesting. I mean, we're a membership driven organization, um, but we're reinvesting that membership dollar back into the facility. Um, and we did recently secure the lease on the facility for another 10 years, um, which is amazing. And, um, you know, we've got a. We're currently watching the Women's World Cup. If you if you're willing yeah. to get, willing to get up at the you know crazy hours, um, and hopefully USA can continue their their run, and we're all watching them. And um, but we know that the Men's World Cup is coming to Atlanta in 2026, and so the youth game is going to explode again, and we're going to have even more kids and families engaged with the sport. So it's a really exciting time for for Milton and and for you know uh, the youth soccer landscape. It's, gonna be fun to watch
0: awesome awesome in your career um have you had any hardships or challenges you've had to overcome or maybe even some stuff you've had to overcome since being at rush union and um heading up that program
1: yeah i think that uh, challenges and failures and um being able to bounce back as being able to bounce back was something that I learned very early on in sports, right? You, you know, you, you don't always win the games and, but there's always the next games look forward to or the next practice. So that was something I learned very early on was that facing adversity um, is, it's just part of the, the cycle of life and the cycle of learning and growing. Um, so, you know, I've um, gosh, we, you know, face going through the pandemic was a tough time as an organization for sure. Uh, before that, we went We went through a family crisis with my dad and his health, um, and I'm actually a uh, full-time caregiver. And, um, you know, he was very active in the soccer community, so it was a big loss um, for his ability to be active as a coach, um, but then also for us as a family. And, you know, you just find a way to move forward. And that's why it's important that we – invest in our children now and i don't mean a financial investment i mean investment in time and effort and 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 don't save it for tomorrow right let's get out there and enjoy today and uh, take that trip you know sign up for that program you want to do and 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 get out there and enjoy watching your children play i mean we, we sometimes we get so caught up in um well, we've got to get into this event and, and we get caught up in the daily schedules that we, we forget to stop and watch and see the smiling faces. Mm-hmm. Um, and we may get caught up in the win or the loss. Well, we don't get to control the win or the loss, but we do get to control how we feel about watching our child out on the athletic field or swimming in the pool. My kids did swim team this um, this summer and just getting to see my, just the pure enjoyment. Now I'm, I'm a soccer guy. I'm not a swimmer, but just seeing the pure enjoyment in in the pool, um, and how the kids interact. its its amazing. So, we face some of that adversity. And what I've learned is, stop and look around and in, try to enjoy the moment. And I don't always do the best at that. I get caught up in the daily, you know, grind as well. Yeah. Um, but that—that's the one of the big, most important lessons I've learned over the last few years.
0: One of the ways I've gotten to know you the last few years is that. Um, you provide a lot of expert content on youth sports in our local magazines. And I've learned so many things from the articles you've written. And one thing that I've been able to kind of take from you and just carry on with my own kids and their sports is, you know, people will say to me all the time, oh, are they going to try to be in college scholarships? Are you trying, you know, and they and people lose the idea that being part of a team and, and, and doing a sport for the sake of doing a sport is – maybe some people's goals, right? Maybe they're not looking to play um, in college. And I think you always do such a good job of kind of speaking to where the parents and the kids are and knowing that their journeys are going to change over time. And that, you know, the most important thing is that the kids have something that they're invested in and that they feel good about and it keeps them out of trouble, right? When they get to high school, that's that's the way I look at it. Something that they feel good about and they have confidence about, um, you know, that will that will carry them through, and and obviously help them feel confident in the classroom and in later careers and all that good stuff. And so often, I think around our town, we focus so much on you know creating collegiate level players and professional players, and we often lose sight now i know you you've created those types of players i know one of them personally um grace you know and 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 she is someone that you trained for a long time and was able to go on and play in college and um but you know there's two sides of it right you have those types of players who are going to come through rush and and go on and then you have the other ones um, and i think you guys do a really good job of treating everybody the same you know, every, everybody's treated equally. You would agree with that, I'm sure.
1: Oh, absolutely. And uh, look, for the most part, if the child has that athletic talent and drive, to, to go to the next level um, and play beyond youth sports. Grace is a good example of a player that played collegiately, came back, and, but she, you know, she's giving back to the game now. She's a teacher. She's investing in children. I'm actually more proud of the fact that what she's doing now and not the on-field successes. Um, but the we know that a very small number of kids are going to go to play their sport in college or – um, professionally. It's like it's like less than 5% of all high school athletes will play in college, and even less will play. It, the, the numbers are staggeringly low. Uh, but there is that NCAA commercial out there that says, you know, all of our athletes are going to go pro in something other than their sport. So right. we're preparing them for what's next. Now, over the years, um, gosh, I've had um, I've an Olympic swimmer uh, play soccer for us, uh, Super Bowl winner, Uh, several, um, I've had valedictorians that have come through the organization, um, and cross country runners, like some, some folks have gone on and done amazing things, but we've also had your teachers, your doctors, your, um, you know, attorneys and lawyers and whatever else that come through. And, you know, they're, they're tremendously successful humans and, that's what we're helping prepare these kids for is what comes next in their life. And I think sports provide all those life lessons for children to, it's a stepping stone. We're but part of their upbringing, part of the community, you know, family, community, education, sports, it's all interconnected. Um, And, you know, when I watched that young swimmer who went on to swim in the Olympics and win an Olympic medal, um, he was not a very good soccer player, right? I mean, the easiest analogy is he was a fish out of water. And, um, but he was a good kid and he needed team sports and, and he tried really hard and he failed on the soccer field, but he had success in the pool. And so it's, it's finding that balance with, and, and they're just children. And, you know, we invest in all of the kids because that, that's the right thing to do, right? You can't just say, well, you're, you guys are the good ones, so we're going to pour into you. Um, uh, we, we pour into all the kids. We don't know which ones are going to come back. And, um, we've got several coaches at the club right now who, um, played soccer, loved it. And are now coaching it, you know, the full circle, my, my daughter's coach, I was actually his coach
0: oh, wow. and
1: it's such a cool environment, um, to, to be able to, he's paying it forward. And now look at the benefit, the life lessons that I tried to instill in him. He's now trying to instill in my daughter. And I think that's wonderful. We're we're paying it forward all the time, and I think that's how a community grows. We we pay it forward, and it it could be something simple, right? You see it in the Starbucks line; somebody buys the drink before you, and you know, and then we pay it forward. Or you see a piece of trash on the curb, pick it up, or you help your neighbor out when they're going through a tough time. You know, when we we're on the athletic field, we encourage the kids to be good teammates. That that these are the things that are important. It just so happens to be that soccer is the vehicle by which we get there in in our little. Microcosm, and we hope that it inspires the folks around us. And you know, we're we we are proud to be in the community, and um, we want to continue to to be to do what we do and, and engage with folks. So it's it's a it's a wonderful um, opportunity for us. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, so I know you talked a little bit about watching swimming and how you like that, but are there other things that you do for fun outside soccer? <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: I mean, I absolutely love to watch soccer. I love the game. Um, I do. I enjoy reading. Um, I enjoy, uh, I'm in the car a good bit driving between our locations. So I'm often listening to books or podcasts um, in the car. Um, You know, I love going to my kids events. Uh, My, my, my daughter uh, fancies herself as a bit of an actress. Uh, So, you know, we watched some acting camp this summer and um, you know, so I, and, Certainly, in any any chance to get to any of the kids' activities um, is is awesome. Um, you know, my wife and I we enjoy we, we enjoy going out. You know, and uh, eating some good food and hanging out. And there's lots of great places to go and do that in the area. So, um, but I, you know, I'm I'm so in love with the game of soccer that I'll if, if there's a game on TV, if there was a game on TV right now uh, I, behind <laughs> me, I'd, I'd be watching that and distracted. You know, so. Um, i've been getting up at three o'clock in the morning to watch some of the world cup games that have been on uh, uh the u s a game wasn't so fun to watch at three o'clock a couple of days ago but <laughs> but i yeah it's um i think it's a way of life soccer for me is a is a way of life it's it's always been that
0: awesome So we all know that you have your big facility there on Birmingham highway. Um, where can our listeners find you on social media or get in touch and your website, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, we're at rush union, um, uh, for, uh, Insta and, uh, Facebook, Union soccer. And and we're just rush union soccer.org is the, is the website, um, you know, Google and whatnot. It's a wonderful thing these days. Um, yeah, and of course, like you said, check us out in the in the local Milton neighbor. We have so enjoyed. Uh, I've so enjoyed the the opportunity to kind of express um, what, what how we want to portray ourselves as an organization. And we're always looking at ways to get involved. You know, we we walked in the Fourth of July parade in Dunwoody. We've been involved with the city of Milton. Uh, we established an adult program with the city city of Milton um, at their facilities. And we're always looking for ways to grow. Uh, we promote the, the youth nights and the, the high school soccer programs in the area as well. And so any, any, if anybody ever has any ways that we can further engage with you, with the community, local churches, schools, any which way that we can support you uh, providing camps or uh, opportunities, even if it's donating a camp to your school's PTA for a fundraiser or something like that, we're here. We, w- we want to engage and we're likely going to say yes. Um, so yeah, come check us out and 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 have some fun and and the adults get to play too. So yeah, we've got those right, programs as well.
0: And so right now, I'm guessing the fall soccer is just about underway, um, and then you'll be registering folks for winter. And
1: yeah, the planning never stops. We start one season and we're always thinking about the next one. So uh, when uh, fall soccer programs for our competitive teams started this week. A uh, recreational program registration is ending shortly, and then we'll turn focus straight to that um, uh, winter programs. And, of course, a lot of them will be in our new indoor field. Yeah. Um, and, and the second we uh, finish the fall season, we're planning for the spring season. It just is an ongoing cycle. But we, we really do offer programs within all four seasons, um, and they vary. We take feedback from membership. and We've offered, you know, mini camps, training programs, clinics, seasonal play you know basically you name it you, you there's there's a way to get involved somewhere so yeah we've uh, it's really it's been a great journey um i've really enjoyed being in, in the milton community for the last three years even though the the, part, the first part of it was hard through covid but that was a strange time for all of us but it helped us take stock in, of what's important and that's been, helped us have a new re, uh, a new focus on who whom we serve and we're, we're proud to do so
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing the new facility, the grand opening there on August 23rd. Thanks so much for being with us today, Neil. Um, we'll hopefully see you around town soon.
1: Sounds great. Thanks so much, Stacy.
0: Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Milton and More. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmilton.com. That's gnpmilton.com. Or call...